Are you hesitating to take the next step in your e-commerce journey? Founder Plus has you covered with proven frameworks tailored to your business needs for fast results, a supportive community of over 30,000 like-minded entrepreneurs and weekly live mentorship sessions. Founder Plus is your key to success. Try Founder Plus today for just $1 for seven days and start building your dream business with confidence. You can visit founder.com forward slash start dollar trial or click the link in the description to claim your trial. This is episode number 208 with Griffin Thal of the Founder Podcast. What you need is thirst. You need to be a thirsty human. Who is intent on learning. It's a really fascinating, fascinating exploration of human potential. Now. Now. now, the Founder Podcast. Even the greatest entrepreneurs had help. If you want to learn from the most successful founders on the planet, you are in the right place. Branson, Mark Cuban, Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Ariana Huffington, Seth Ghost, Steve Case, Gary V, Sophia Amoroso, Robert Corcoran, Damon John. Learn from the greatest minds in business today with interviews hosted by Nathan Chan. This is not your average entrepreneur podcast. The Founder Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Before we start today's episode, I just want to let you know that our goal at Founder is to help entrepreneurs succeed however we can by giving away high quality content in the form of interviews, blog posts, podcasts, YouTube videos, you name it. We put out so much content to help you. And another interesting project that we're working on right now is partnering with world-class founders like Damon John, Alexa Von Tobel, Greta Van Riel, and so many more to teach crucial skills like negotiation, finance, e-commerce, and so much more. So if you'd like to get access to these free trainings with founders like this, which is 100% free, just go to founder.com forward slash free. Okay, so now let's talk about today's episode. What's up, my fellow founders? I hope you're having an incredible day wherever you are around the world. Uh, It's early morning for me. Uh, My name's Nathan Chan. I'm the CEO of the Founder Magazine and Founder Podcast and um, the host of this show. And um, I'm burning some midnight oil. I'm going to Europe soon. I've got so much on my plate and I have to record a few episode uh, intros as a backlog uh, because um, I'm going to be overseas for the next few months, which is exciting. And I'm speaking at a conference and uh, going to meet up with some crazy people, uh, really smart founders and do all sorts of things. So I'm really excited for this trip. Um, so let's talk about today's guest. His name's Griffin Thal. And wow, my mind was blown. Uh, he's the founder of a company called Pura Vida and uh, insanely smart e-commerce founder. Oh my God. Like, uh, So I was introduced to him by um, one of my friends, Aaron, at Shopify. And uh He's like, yeah, do you want to do you want to speak to these guys? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, and Pure Vita are absolutely massive. I highly recommend you check out their website, especially if you have an e-commerce business. If you don't, if you have a, any kind of consumer-facing brand uh, where you you know your audience are you know a B two C predominantly, um, you've got to check out their website. Check out the initiatives that Griffin is using to sell his physical products. Um, uh, incredible company, incredible product, what they're doing in terms of giving back and, and linking um, social good and having an element of social good to every sale that's made is incredible. 
Um, so I'm just going to leave it there, but I was, you know, I was blown away. This is an incredible interview. Now let's jump to the show. The first question that I ask everyone that comes on is, uh, how did you get your job? So I got my job, you know, right out of college. Um, you know, I went to San Diego State University. Um, and when I graduated from there in uh, 2010, um, me and my business partner, Paul, went on a surf trip to Costa Rica. And uh, while we were there, you know, we were just kind of in search of good waves and, you know, uh, just cruising and, and exploring the town. So um, since then, you know, we, uh, we met these two guys on the beach uh, named Jorge and Joaquin, and they were making bracelets by hand. Um, we approached them and, and we fell in love with the bracelets right away. So after we got back to our room um, that night, we looked down at our wrists and we said, hey, these bracelets are, are awesome. I think we could maybe, you know, put these online or we could put them in some surf shops and, you know, continue that pure Vita spirit, um, you know, in, into, into San Diego. So um, once we did that, um, we put the bracelets online, we put them in a couple of boutiques and the brand slowly took off from there. Um, so today we have uh, over 300 artisans that we've taken out of poverty and give them full-time jobs. And they're responsible for making um, all the Pure Vita bracelets. So from two guys that we initially met on the beach in Costa Rica um, as just a, uh, a trip and kind of a, an after-college um, experience turned into you know a full-blown business that we really weren't expecting. Yeah, wow. That's amazing, man. And um, how long ago was this? So it was in uh, 2010. Yeah, wow. Okay, so uh, around eight years ago. And um so man, like you know, Pura Vita, it's quite a quite a big, well-known brand. Um, you've you've really you've really tapped into, I I think the youth and and especially in the online space, um, just just so well known. Like you know, even even the founder team here in Melbourne, like um, everyone was super pumped to hear that I was speaking with you today. And um, I'm really curious. Like you started with the bracelets, you're doing the kind of all sorts of jewelry now. Um, and I think what's really cool and unique around your model is is the charity aspect. Um, so, are you able like to to share with us how, how exactly that works? Um, yeah. So our bracelets um, they are handmade. Um, so it's really cool because we're able to continue our mission of uh, providing more jobs to artisans around the world. Um, so that's kind of one aspect of our brand. The other aspect of the brand is our charity bracelets where we paired um, a specific bracelet in a specific colorway with a charity that our uh, fans and our customers um, recommended for us to work with. Um, so after taking ideas from our customers and kind of crowdsourcing um, the design and, and, and the concepting and stuff like that, um, we created a bracelet for it. And now our charity collection is actually one of the most popular parts of our business. So it's, it's pretty awesome to see that, uh, you know, kind of like two, two-sided business model where we're providing jobs to artisans through the sales of the bracelets, but then on, on a specific collection of bracelets, you know, we're focusing on, um, you know, the charity, the donation and promoting uh, a cause that's close to, you know, millions of people's hearts. Yeah. Wow. And, and how did you come up with that idea? Like, and was this, was this, um, this wasn't one of your first products? You said you crowdsourced the idea? Yeah. I mean, you know, for us, the, the charity bracelets, um, we actually have a, a page on our website um, that says, like, what should we create next? So it's basically just a, you know, a one page on our website. It has, I think, over four or 5,000 comments on it. And basically, we just let our customers put notes on there of uh, what we should make next. So we kind of, you know, pick and choose some ideas from there, whether it's a bracelet or a charm or a charity, and kind of take the ideas from the customers and bring them to life. Yeah, wow, that's really smart. Um, and... Uh... 
You know, talk to me about the early days, man. So, so um, you and your business partner, you come back from a surf trip, and uh, you're really inspired by these bracelets that um, you know, you got from San Diego on when you at the beach. So, so you decided you to to put them online and and put, and have them in a few boutique surf shops. Like, what what happened next? Because uh, this is your first business, right? Yes, it's our first business. Um, just out of college, just like you know, pretty much like a month after we graduated or so and you know from there um you know we, we took the bracelets uh you know from the guys we met we bought 400 bracelets with us and we brought them back to san diego so you know on our trip from you know uh, san jose airport back to san diego we basically just wrote um a little story like i'm talking about right now um on on paul's uh, iphone at the time and as we were writing down the story you know we just documented our trip and we documented the artisans we met and we documented how we wanted to help them and you know that's a very similar story that's still on our website now, um, except we have uh, expanded um, a little bit since then because we've grown. But basically, you know, from the start, we've always had a mission to um, make friends with Jorge and Joaquin, and now we're business partners. Um, and I think, you know, just to be able to continue to uh, work with these guys and, and provide jobs for their friends, you know, it really um, allows like, a much bigger impact by working collaboratively on these bracelets. Yeah, amazing. And so... So you started to to um I guess produce these bracelets and and every single bracelet is still to this day produced by hand by artisans um, all around the world, right? Correct. Yeah. So the bracelets, you know, all the uh, the string bracelets that you see on our website, um, you know, they're they're made by hand. They're not made um, in a factory. They're they're simple. Um, they're polyester wax coated bracelets. Um, and you know, our team of, of artisans that make them, uh, they're in Costa Rica and El Salvador now as well. Um, you know, they're still managed by the two guys, Jorge and Joaquin, that we met on the beach in Costa Rica over eight years ago. And it's insane because when we first met these two guys, you know, they, they were living in poverty. They had a house uh, or sorry, they had a one bedroom, um, I guess, house, you'd call it. There was no door. There was two bedrooms or two beds on the ground, a spilled pot of coffee. And it was very, very warm in there and, and, and definitely not the best conditions. And after seeing this, you know, Paul and I really wanted to help these guys. And really take their um, their craft, you know, to a much bigger scale. And you know what we what we didn't expect to happen, um, you know, was the popularity and the demand for these bracelets. So you know now today those two artisans, Jorge and Joaquin, now manage a team of 300 artisans hand making these bracelets for Pura Vida that are now distributed all over the world. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. So so that means you would have a, your your main fulfillment center or only fulfillment center out of Costa Rica. Is that correct? No, the bracelets are manufactured in Costa Rica and El Salvador. Got you. But they get transferred to somewhere in the States, and that's where you have the fulfillment center, right? Correct. Our fulfillment center is in San Diego. That's where all the product is received. And then it's organized. It's put into to bins and tagged. And basically, every time someone uh, places an order, it gets shipped from there. Got you. Got you. Okay. So so you uh, you and Paul, you, you, you come up with this amazing idea and um, did it take off straight away? Like what, what happened next? I think from there, you know, we just kind of hit the ground running and, you know, this was our, our first kind of project, our first job outside of college. So we really didn't have anything better that, that uh, we didn't really have anything better that we were doing or had to focus on. So we just thought, you know, why don't we try to sell bracelets? And, you know, people laughed at us. They said, how are you going to sell these bracelets? You know, who's going to buy these, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, after we kind of just put our heads down and got to work, you know, we found that there was a was a niche market um, kind of waiting for Pura Vida. So, you know, we attended um, 
we went on college campuses, we passed out bracelets, we told people our story, we, we attended trade shows, and we basically did whatever we could to get in front of people, um, whether it was on social media or in person, just uh, sharing our story. Yeah, got you. And was it explosive growth uh, from the start or was it just kind of a slow burn and, and then just it took a while to build momentum? Um, I think from the beginning, um, it was the growth was pretty good just because we kind of uh, hit the ground running pretty fast. Um, we really focused on getting a bunch of um, uh, fans on Facebook when Facebook, uh, you know, was really important for the organic reach. Um, and we, we just kind of hustled, you know, we sent out emails to store buyers every day. We walked around to the local surf shops and boutiques. And, you know, after a while, you know, just a couple of weeks, we started seeing, we started seeing people place orders from, you know, from San Diego, then from LA and then from Nevada and then all the way to New York and Florida. And, and, and then it kind of expanded from there. So when we saw the brand naturally grow from San Diego to online orders from across the U S we know that, you know, a demand was forming. So from there, that's when it kind of took off. Yeah. Gotcha. And, um, you know, one thing that I'm really excited to speak to you about is around your social media strategy and, and, um, you know, how you've used influencer marketing and you guys are fantastic on social, really, really strong. But before we jump into that, I'm just curious, like, um, you know, how, how powerful and important has the wholesaling model been, uh, for you guys as well? Do you, like, are you guys stronger wholesale or, or what's been the real driver for growth? Has it been more the social side or, or the wholesale side? Cause I know some, some, some e-commerce businesses, they're massive wholesale and it drives a lot more than you think from the social side. Yeah. I mean, I think for us, you know, right when we started, it was, it was wholesale and e-com right off the bat, there was no like priority. Um, and, you know, fast forward eight years right, and right now wholesale is about um, 20% of our sales while e-com is the, the other 80%, but we're still in, you know, thousands of retailers across the U S um, and those retailers um, are selling out a product, you know, quicker than we've ever imagined. You know, they're, they're hitting up our reps and they're saying, Hey, you know, I need a pre-book for the next two months, just so you guys don't sell out and you, you can reserve product for me. So because there's such, such a demand on the, the retail side as well, um, you know, with our, with our wholesale accounts. Um, it kind of brings back that traffic to our website. So, um, you know, by having a little pure Vita stand uh, front and center on the cash wrap of thousands of stores, you know, people are walking in every day, they're getting an impression, they're buying a bracelet, and then in turn, they're going to go back to the website. Yeah, amazing. Awesome. So, so you're telling me um, that in the early days, Facebook was really um, a strong channel for you guys, like organic, you know, the organic side. You could uh, – I, I ne we never – Founder wasn't around long enough for us to really get on on like you know to to be able to capitalize on that platform like Facebook organically. But so so yeah, tell me about that and and how things have evolved on the social side because you guys like you guys are some of the best. Like I I would say one of the best, um, you know, in terms of e-commerce brands on social, just uh, just showing how it's done really. Um, so yeah, talk to me about that. I'm really curious. Yeah, I mean, I think for us. Um, you know, since the beginning, we kind of grew up in like the Facebook era, because um, right when we graduated college, Facebook was just basically a network just for friends. Um, and it wasn't really much of a business platform right off the bat. So after we made our, our Facebook fan page, um, you know, me and Paul just kind of hustled to get as many fans and as many likes and followers as we could. And when we would put up a post, we would say, hey, you know, we have a new bracelet in stock, and we put the link and we would get 100% reach because, you know, if we had a thousand fans, 10,000 fans, a hundred thousand fans. This was before paid came into play. 
So we were getting, once again, 100% reach on any post. Um, so the site was the site traffic was exploding every time we did a post or or put up a link. Um, the engagement that we get on those posts, um, even with like 20,000 fans, is almost almost as much, if not more, engagement we get now because the reach is down to like one percent. So it's, it's it's actually pretty crazy. I mean, you know, we've we've found a way to um, to break through and and crack the Facebook code early on before it became a super competitive you know pay to play platform. And you know, I think we're we're pretty grateful for that. I would say the next big thing is we started working with uh, Lauren Conrad um, right out of the gates. You know, she was on on a pretty big TV show and she was a, a super popular blogger. So we ended up pairing with her and creating content for her blog. She would do a Facebook post and a tweet um, once a month for us for about a year. And our site would just explode with sales. So I think we kind of figured out the influencer marketing um, right from the beginning. And she didn't just have like a couple you know, a couple thousand followers, she had millions. So from the beginning, you know, we were able to get get into her feed with that 100% organic reach. Obviously, we had to pay a fee to work with her and her agency, but the reach was 100%. So it was, it was pretty crazy what that did. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Um, so you guys were, were right in on influencer marketing in the early days, because back then, it's, it's, it's just a different world right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's way different now. Um, you know, now there's a fee, you know, for working with any influencer, whether they have, you know, a couple thousand followers or a couple million followers. It's hard to track the ROI because of all the noise and all the uh, the attribution and all the different channels funneling in. Um, so when we worked with Lauren Conrad back in the day, it was just one post, one click, and then one conversion. So there wasn't all these other channels to create the noise. So I think, you know, fast forward today, our influencer marketing strategy is a, uh, you know, it's pretty unique. Um, we have a couple tiers. One of them is like our Pure Vita rep program. And what that means is people can sign up on the website, they get a rep code, um, and then they go through these three different tiers to encourage them to promote the brand and make sales. So the first tier, um, you know, like I said, they sign up, they get a rep code. Once they make one sale, um, they get a rep pack, which includes five bracelets and a sticker. Once they make three sales, they get an exclusive rep charm that says Pure Vita rep on it. And then once they make five sales, they get a Pure Vita logo staff tee that we pass out to people in our office. So it's this, um, you know, it's this motivating tier program that allows, you know, us to convert customers to reps and then reps to brand ambassadors and our top, our top promoters. Um, so we have, um, you know, we've had over 110,000 people go through our Pure Vita rep program. Um, it's actually pretty crazy. Whenever we do a post on Instagram, we get between two and 3,000 people to sign up within 24 hours, just from that one post. Yeah, wow. And so you're finding not just influencers, but a lot of customers are becoming reps. Yeah, so we actually look at the customers as micro-influencers because, you know, whether they have millions of fans or whether they just have, you know, 500 followers, the people that are seeing it are their close friends and the people that they trust the most. So if we could have 100,000 uh, micro-influencers versus having, you know, 10 massive influencers or celebrities, uh, there's a different uh, different kind of sense of uh, trust and a different sense of word of mouth where their friends really believe in the products that they're they're promoting. So that's what's pretty cool. Mm, yeah, that's really smart. So um, when somebody becomes, a, I guess, a, an official, like the next tier, you said it was an ambassador? No. So um, this, this program is called the Pura Vita Rep Program. And this is where you know, micro influencers can sign up to become a rep. There's no minimum. And we kind of, um, you know, we let anyone join and, you know, they're, 
um, the, the different tiers that they're awarded um, is based on how many sales they make. So basically, you know, if they make one sale, three sales, or five sales, you know, they're given free product based on, um, you know, their motivation to promote the brand. So that's that's kind of one program. And then go up a little bit higher in the follower count, you know, to people that have like 100,000 or 500,000 or 4 million followers. Um, we work with these influencers in a different way. Um, we send them on on um, different trips to get content. Um, so whether it's Coachella, whether it's um, a music festival, whether it's, you know, a cool travel location or going to Tulum or, or Hawaii, uh, we work with influencers on getting content for us. And with that content, we resurface it through our email marketing, our Facebook and Instagram ads. And we also use it um, on all of our organic channels as well. So it's kind of, um, you know, we work with the larger influencers because they're experts in creating content. And then that content is used to show our brand image on our Instagram and anything that's customer facing. Yeah, I think that's a common misconception that a lot of people have when they want to work with influencers. They just think it's a transaction in, and, you know, in the sense of, okay, I'm going to pay this person and then they're going to post. But where the real power lies, I believe, is not so much the post, but it's the content that you want as well. That's what's really powerful because the content does a lot of the heavy lifting, right? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's, for us, if the influencer really likes the brand, they will wear the bracelets, they'll wear the rings, they'll wear the different accessories that we sell, and maybe they'll post and tag us. But we're not reaching out to them just for advertising and sponsored posts. We're reaching out to them because we like their style of marketing and we like how they create content. So it's kind of like a reverse reverse kind of concept. Someone might say, they have 100,000 followers, let's send them some, some product, let's tell them the post. We're like, hey, we think you have a really dope brand image. Um, you have very creative photos. We want to send you product, and we're not going to give you much art direction. Just take photos as you normally would. Send us the photos, and then we'll both post them on Instagram. Mm, yeah, gotcha. And one thing that is asked is, um, like, what happens if the influencer doesn't, or like, do you have a contract, or do you do anything like that, or like any formalities? Um, it depends on the size of the influencer. Um, you know, if there's larger ones, um, you know, we'll drop a contract and we'll actually make them a, an influencer pack, which is a pack of four or five bracelets that we do sell on their website. Um, we give them a commission for the collaborative marketing that we both put in um, to the sale of that pack. Um, and it actually is pretty cool because, you know, we're creating a pack of bracelets that you cannot buy anywhere else on the site. Um, it's a little bit higher price point, so it raises the AOV for that purchase. Um, and it also gives the influencer kind of a sense of ownership in the pack that they created. So they're, 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 their feeling to wear the pack, promote the pack, and take photos in the pack happens much more organically because we gave them full creative freedom on the design of it. Mm. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, and then, yeah, that's something special and unique that they can share with their audience. Exactly. Gotcha. And when it comes to, I guess, attribution and like, you know, this PR, uh, like, uh, so not PR, this, this uh, PV rep, you know, Pure Vita rep program, it sounds like a really smart idea. Around execution, did you have to build a, a tool or, or is there a tool that you use to, to facilitate that? Because this is like a really powerful idea of it. Yeah. We use a software called Refersion and basically it's like a, it's like an affiliate tracking program, but it links with Shopify. So instead of your normal um, affiliate software where it's mostly like link-based or tracking-based um, in that sense, um, Refersion actually, it does have links too, but we, we prefer to use just the, um, 
the coupon code. So basically, um, there's a lot of uh, behind the scenes work that has to happen. But on the front end, basically, uh, when a customer or when a, uh, a micro influencer gives someone their code to use, and it's used on our store on Shopify, that code is also triggered in reversion. And then that Pure Vita rep is given credit for that sale. Gotcha. Oh, awesome. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing, man. And so, you know, you guys um very, very strong on the content creation side. Like, I, you know, before we chatted um, a few weeks ago, like I was looking at some of the videos on your website, dude. Like those are like so cool, man. Some of the stuff that you guys are putting out, like your content. Is that actually like, you know, how you said you worked with influencers? You actually like, you know, you're sending them on a trip and you and do you supply them with the videographer as well? Um, and you guys just, just kind of sponsor all that or, or it's kind of the influencer themselves that, that kind of works with their own videographer and then, yeah, just. Yeah, so it's actually, it's kind of a mix. Uh, some of the influencers we work with, you know, we work with them because they are a photographer or videographer. And some of the influencers that we work with, they are the model, they are the face, they are their own brand image. You know what I'm saying? So when you kind of balance out the two, you know, I mean, it, it's a great little combo. So like, for example, one of our influencers, we just recently sent her to to Miami for Ultra Music Festival. So she documented the um, the experience, you know, from her hotel to the to the festival, inside the festival, eating pizza, uh, in, in, you know, inside the crowd, um, listening to music and then on her way out. So we got to experience ultra music festival firsthand from a Pure Vita influencer. So that's the kind of content that we want to give to our fans because, you know, we have 1.1 million fans on Instagram and not all of them are going to go to ultra music festival, but if we can take them to ultra through one of our influencers, that's good content marketing. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. And um, one thing I, I found really um, interesting as well when I go to your site is, is you have something called the Pure Vita Monthly Club. So you just don't you don't sell you know the bracelets or the jewelry uh, you know individually as a one off transaction as well. You can you people can sign up for a monthly club. Um, can you tell us around you know how that works and the strategy there and and how effective it is like having um like a subscription model as well offering that as part of a service offering to your to your community. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Pure Vita Monthly Club, um, it's actually our subscription product. Um, it's one of the fastest growing parts of our business. And, um, you know, to this date, people have been so excited about becoming a member. Um, they're given three bracelets that are exclusive only in the club. You can't buy them anywhere else on the website. It's $14.95 per month, and they're valued at up to $50 in retail value. So they're getting, you know, a huge value proposition there. They're also getting free shipping. They're getting the exclusive products. And they're part of the Pure Vita Club. Um, so it kind of gives them that little edge where, you know, you can't buy them anywhere else on the site. Like I said, it's one of our fastest growing parts of the business. And, you know, the, the engagement and the loyalty of club members, you know, is, is insane in terms of the lifetime value of a normal customer. So we're really excited about the club. And, you know, we, we want to continue scaling it up as much as we can. Yeah, well, and do you um have uh, like a free Facebook group that people uh, not a free a, a special Facebook group that club members can join? Um, I'm really curious around that. Like, is there what what are the common things that you find around someone that buys like a like a Pure Vita bracelet? Is it mainly female? Is it mainly male? Like, talk to us around your your demographic. Obviously, obviously, a lot of people, the people are young. Yeah, I mean, you know, our customer it's, it's mostly female. Um, you know, we do, we do much more marketing to the female audience and we feel that bracelets in general are more female focused. Um, you know, we do have a male audience as well. 
Um, you know, I think, you know, with Pure Vita, anyone can wear it. Our products, you know, they're waterproof, they're adjustable, one size fits all. And it really allows, you know, anyone to wear our products and, and kind of live that Pure Vita lifestyle that we use in our marketing on Instagram and through our email. So um, it, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, how, you know, how we've kind of um, created the brand to encompass everyone. Um, we're a fully, you know, in, in inclusive brand, so to say. And um, yeah, pretty, pretty proud of that. Yeah, amazing, man. And like when it comes to, I guess, the subscription side of things, is it hard to manage? Um, like I know you said it's the fastest part of your business. Is it hard to manage just around, I guess, you know, bounced payments, um, you know, like, you know, you know, just the, the logistics of it all? Is, is that is that a challenge or? Yeah, um, it's, you know, it's definitely a little bit difficult. Um, we've been doing it for um, almost two years now. So I think in the beginning stages, there was a lot of kinks. Um, in terms of predicting how many packs we're going to need for the future month based on acquisition, based on churn, um, you know, quality control, making sure that everyone does get the same pack. What happens if we oversell? What happens if we undersell? What do we do with the leftover inventory? Um, those are all questions that, you know, we try to figure out every single day. And it's tough because, you know, we don't know if a pack's going to do well or not. And we don't know how many packs we're going to um, sell per day, how many new subscribers we're going to get. And then we don't know how many credit cards will break. But there is an average that we go off of. There's there's a consistent churn, there's a consistent acquisition, and we're basing our purchasing orders off of those metrics. Yeah, gotcha. So you so you're working to get it, and, and you've worked out the numbers now. But how long has it taken to really get that kind of baseline to 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 manage that? Um, it's you know it's taken a while. We have we have a couple hands in the pot to manage the uh, um you know the monthly club program. Um, we have a couple people that are very smart in terms of the the data, the analytics, the projection, the accounting, also um, the design of the pack. We have great designers um, that do the custom designs. Um, and then also we have people that do the videos each month for the sneak peeks of the pack. Um, we send our monthly club pack to all of our main influencers. They're taking photos of the pack so we could use it um, on our Facebook and Instagram ads for acquisition purposes. So we, we've created a really good funnel in terms of you know, what the pack looks like, when the pack's going live, how many packs to order, and basically how we're going to be marketing that pack for that month. Yeah, gotcha. And you talked, you mentioned like, um, we've talked about, you know, Facebook and, and Instagram on the organic side, but um, from the sounds of things, you, you guys go pretty hard as well on on the uh, paid acquisition side as well. I know, I know, like, you know, with your with your bracelets, they are kind of um, like in terms of uh, like like the cost, like they they're not that expensive, man. So, you know, one thing I I've learned is is people that uh, do you know the PPC stuff and and the paid acquisition side on the e-commerce side because because like you know some like the items are not like you know two hundred three hundred four hundred five hundred thousand dollars like you know they're not really expensive items. Uh, people that run Facebook ads uh, on or Facebook ads or any do any paid acquisition on the e-commerce side, that they, they are some of the best because uh, they have uh, smaller margins than most, right? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, um, you know, the one setback we have is we have such a low AOV, so we're not able to take a big as big of a risk as companies are, you know, with the higher AOVs. So whether it's like you know a mattress brand or you yeah, know or SaaS uh, products yeah. or watches. Yeah. Exactly. Where, you know, just kind of for us, you know, we're selling, you know, between like $5 and, and $30 items. So, you know, you got to respect, um, you know, the profit as well. So I think for us, it's really important because there's a fine, fine line of like, how much can we spend 
Will the customer come back a second time? Will they sign up for the club? So, you know, between our Facebook team, between how much they're spending, between how much we're going organically, between how many emails we're getting per day that we can market to, um, we have a lot of cross-channel marketing that really allows us to have that lower AOV. And with our, um, our Pure Rep program and our micro ambassadors, um, it really allows us to lower that AOV because they're also, you know, producing sales on our website. Mm, gotcha. So just out of curiosity, sounds like you still guys can make paid, like the paid side work. Obviously, like, you know, I, I think any brand, any company should be doing retargeting, especially like, you know, a, a brand that's, that's, that's very big on audience building and, and they're a B2C play. They, they should be, they've got to be doing retargeting, but um, I'm really curious, like, are you guys still doing, like, it sounds like you guys are pretty still heavy on the acquisition side, even though, yeah, you, you don't have as, as like, you know, you have thinner margins than, than most because your, your, your items, like, you know, the, the jewelry and, and the bracelets are, are not that expensive. You, you guys still can make it work. Yeah, for us, I mean, we're we're very heavy on the the paid side. Um, you know, our Facebook and Instagram spend is is definitely up there with some of the larger uh, e-commerce brands. Um, and I think for us, you know, we've we've just found a way through our our very high quality imagery. You know, our direct response call to actions, our offer, um, our copy. Um, you know, we found a way to kind of break through the noise and and become a true leader in the paid space. Um, like I said, I think it is because we have really strong content and also because the organic is so high um, that a lot of people that we could be marketing to may have heard about Pure Vita from some other channel. So it allows them to have that kind of second touch already before they make a purchase. Yeah, gotcha. I see. So talk to me around your team. Are you guys distributed? Uh, are, you, are you just fully all local in San Diego or are you a bit of a hybrid? Um, and how has that evolved as time has gone on and you guys have experienced the growth that you have with Pure Vita? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, you know, we really focused on creating a really strong company culture at our office in La Jolla, San Diego. But we do have a lot of people that do work for the brand, um, you know, whether they're contractors, contract work, or whether they're, um, you know, independent parties or agencies or um, people of that nature. Uh, but, you know, the, the brand that we've created and the people that do work for Pure Vita, um, you know, they're, they're so excited to come in the office every day. You know, like our office, there's dogs running around. Uh, we're right on the on the water in San Diego in La Jolla, so everyone has an ocean view. Um, there's music playing. You know, we have a, a cold brew coffee thing here. Um, it's just like that fun, you know, kind of startup startup vibe that we wanted to create, um, you know, between uh, you know, the, the look and feel of the office and the people that work for the brand in terms of the content strategy, the influencers, you know, everyone that, that is putting, putting in 110%, you know, on their job at Pure Vita, you know, we're seeing just great returns from that. Yeah, no, I, I'm all about the team building, all about the culture, man. And that that's awesome, dude. Um, So talk to me, you know, you have to work towards wrapping up, but I'm sure it hasn't been this easy Griffin, like talk to me around the hard times, man. Like you, 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 you've got it going on. You, you, you know, this space very, very well. You guys got some next level strategies. Like, you know, the stuff you're doing is amazing. And, and, and the product is, is just so cool. And, and the vision and, and the mission and everything you guys are doing. It's so amazing what you're doing. So I'm just curious, like, did, like, how did you work all this out? Tell me about the hard times, man. Tell me about, you know, with struggles and Yeah. Um, I think for us, you know, every business has the ups and downs. I think for us, you know, a, a big factor was, you know, inventory management, 
um, you know, how do we predict what products are going to hit, which ones are not going to sell, which products are going to become a bestseller, which one we have to discontinue, doing projections on an annual basis, um, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, if we are going to order X amount of units, can we sell that over three to four months? Or what happens if we don't sell it? You know, how do we kind of convert that inventory back into cash so we can create something different? So I think since day one, um, you know, every time we come out with a new product, it sells out really quickly. So we kind of build up the hype, build up the demand, launch the product, and then it sells out. So we kind of have those like waves of like, you know, a lot of orders come in for that product. And then it kind of has to wait for a couple months until we can bring it back in stock. So that kind of give and take has been a little bit difficult. I would also say just kind of the learning curve of working with different people and agencies and, you know, who, who is the best person for the job and, you know, how can you make sure that the partnerships that you have, you want to have for the long run, um, you know, also just, you know, working with people um, that you really enjoy working with and, and making sure that um, the influencers that we choose, they're strategic, um, they can produce quality content. Um, and also just, you know, the challenge that any business faces is how do you make sure you're not a fad, you're not a trend, but you're here for the long haul. Um, and I think that kind of comes down to with quality marketing, quality products, great imagery, um, and just kind of continuing to innovate and not just sitting back and saying, we've created the best products, but saying, hey, we're going to continue to create the best products. We're going to continue to innovate and, and make our fans excited. So that's kind of the problem that I think is ongoing and I'm excited to just deal with it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I really like. I really like the what should we make next page. I think that's very, very smart. And I, I'm i going to guess that a lot, like not all, but some of your really powerful um, you know, innovations around product or around marketing have come from that page, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, we definitely draw info from it. Um, it definitely shows a good way where what our customers want, what our fans want. It's kind of like an ongoing survey as opposed to saying, hey, we're going to send out a survey. Um, but just says, you know, what should we make next? And it's very vague. It could be a charity. It could be uh, a bracelet. It could be a ring. It could be whatever they want. And if you look on that page, I think there's over 5,000 comments. People are posting pictures. They're writing stories. They're completely engaged with the brand. And, you know, it, we don't really message that page that much. We don't do a bunch of emails about it, but people are finding that page. They're sharing it with friends and they're writing down, you know, their suggestions. So it's really cool to see that ongoing kind of idea uh, creation from our fans. Yeah, because I'm on your site right now, man, and I, I can't find it. Um, I, I probably could Google it, but yeah, I can't find it. So it doesn't look like you're actively asking so much very, very heavily. So that's when you yeah. know, right? So if you, yeah, if you go to the footer to submit an idea. Yeah, submit an idea. Yeah, okay, wow. Uh, this is awesome, man. So yeah, you've got the create here, purity, what customers always come first. Yeah. And look at the, if you look at the timestamps on their comments. Yeah, you're getting like, five to 10 yeah about five five a day not even yeah 10 sometimes even yeah more than five and yeah people are just just letting you know what they want and and, and how much they love the brand that's crazy pretty crazy huh yeah yeah that's incredible that's incredible dude awesome man well look i'm super mindful of your time and we have to work towards wrapping up so um like obviously, um, you guys are killing it. You, you you've got such an incredible brand. You you really know how to build just something like just so amazing, um, and and really just just impact the world. So, what I'm what I guess the the last and final question is is well two more questions is uh, what's next? Uh, what what are you most excited about? And uh, and uh, where's the best place people can find out more about yourself and uh, your work? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, you know, what's next is just continue to evolve the brand, 
um, you know, continue to work with more artisans and more influencers, um, come up with new product categories um, that our fans are really excited about. Um, right now, like our jewelry category is really booming. So, you know, we're kind of uh, focusing on that as well, along with creating new bracelet styles. Um, and I think, you know, for us, it's really important to continue to promoting our charity collection, um, you know, making the donations more and more every single year. Um, and I think for us, you know, to stay up to date with Pura Vida, our Instagram um, is very popular. We have 1.1 million followers uh, growing between one and 2,000 uh, followers per day. Uh, that's where we post, you know, what's happening at Pura Vida behind the scenes of our office and some sneak peeks of new stuff to come. So we're really excited about, you know, what's going on and what products we're dropping in 2018. And, you know, I, I don't see any end in sight. Yeah, amazing. And um, I actually got to ask another question, and that's, um, like, you seem pretty focused on Pura Vida. Some people would be like, you know, I, I understand. Uh, one thing I've noticed is a lot of people that really um, get to understand, you know, building an online brand, in, especially in the e-commerce space, they tend to have other e-commerce brands and they tend to apply their learnings to another brand. Just as, you know, founders and entrepreneurs sometimes, um, you know, we've got so many different ideas. Do you have any other brands that you're working on or 100% focus on Pura Vida? Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, it keeps me more than busy. Um, ton of emails every day, you know, ton of excitement every day. I come into the office. You know, no day is ever the same, that's for sure. Um, so I think for us, I mean, I enjoy the people that work at Pura Vida. I enjoy the work that I do for Pura Vida. Um, and I'm continuing to see, you know, new different creative avenues that we can just take the brand into. So for me, I mean, I, I would be way too distracted with anything else from Pura Vida. Yeah, amazing. And uh, where's the best place people can go out and, and check out more around uh, Pura Vida? I think for us, you know, the best place, you know, is check out our website, puravidabracelets.com. Um, I would also say check out our Instagram, which is just at Pure Vita Bracelets. Um, that's the best place to stay up to date with what's going on behind the scenes, new product launches, and basically anything you want to know. So definitely, definitely take a look. Amazing, man. Well, look, thank you so much for your time, Griffin. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, dude. Awesome, man. I really appreciate that. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed this interview. As you might already know, our mission at Founder is to help tens of millions of people every single week with our content either start or grow their business, which is exactly why we're partnering with world-class founders such as Damon John, Alexa Von Tobel, Greta Van Riel, and so many more to teach crucial skills such as negotiation, finance, e-commerce, and so much more. So if you'd like to get access to these free exclusive trainings, please go to founder.com forward slash free. These are 100%. We go super in depth on teaching a particular topic, and I know that you're going to love them if you enjoy this podcast. So just go to founder.com forward slash free. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode.